Welcome to today's episode of Beyond the Bars, where we catch up on interesting happenings and news from within the motorcycling culture and community. I'm joined by my co-host, Java Bear. Um, JB, what's on the lineup for today? Well, today we'll be discussing the effect of COVID on motorcycling in general and touching on the Toy Run 2020, which is actually apparently happening today. Yeah, that's happening today. And uh, we'll also take a look at what's happening in the news. Okay, so let's move to our first topic and uh, let's see what the effect this current pandemic has had on our little pastime, hobby, culture, whatever it is to you. Uh, but first of all, let's, let's take a brief recap. The first cases of COVID-19 were reported in Wuhan in early December 2019. Can you believe that it's been a year since, almost a year since the first um, case has been reported? And ever since then, we've practically been in some sort of lockdown. And I'm not speaking just about South Africa in general, but uh, the world has been in some sort of lockdown. And this has reflected has restricted a lot of people's personal movement and also um, how they entertain themselves and go about their daily lives. For us as motorcyclists, this year may have just been one of the worst in cultural history. Um, Not a lot of events have been happening. Uh, If we look at what the motorcycling culture is, the ride is often a solo one. But one of the largest aspects of the culture is the gathering for rallies, rides and races. Motorcycling in general is seen as an escape or a distraction, with riding giving you a time to reflect, think, focus and have fun. It also gives us spiritual space to deal with life's other complexities. With a lot of these events being cancelled, specifically looking at the Isle of Man uh, tourist trophy, which was completely cancelled, and MotoGP, which was postponed until the latter half of 2020 with a very short season being squeezed in. It's been a difficult year. Now moving to the economical aspects, motorcycling has still to recover from the, the global market crash in 2008. And this pandemic is still going to have a long chilling effect on the sales and participation in motorcycling. What we've seen is factories in China have shut down throughout the pandemic, which has had a major effect on these factories' supply chain or workforce, either not being able to get the components they need for manufacturing activities or employees having to stay home due to lockdown regulations. Um, With the factories in China having shut down, we've also seen the same from Harley-Davidson, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, uh, not a brand that I've heard a lot about, and Ducati. Production at Ducati was scheduled to resume on the 23rd of March after implementing protocols to protect workers in Italy. We all know Italy was one of the hardest hit countries. And sticking with Italy, Yamaha has also shut down several of the production facilities in Italy and France during the pandemic, as well as Brembo shutting down production facilities in certain cities in the country. 
at this point in time, I don't have the most up-to-date information on whether these facilities have resumed production. In related news, the second hard lockdown has been implemented in the UK uh, on the 5th of November. Also, motorcycle sales and trading classed as non-essential has been uh, forced to close or has been pushed to close. The Coalition of Motorcycle Organizations examined the UK lockdown regulations and believed that recreational motorcycling is allowed during the second lockdown if rider does not have to self-isolate. As can be expected, large group rides or congregating is a strict no-no. Sales, testing and training regarding motorcycles will only return to some form of normality from the 3rd of December and still no large gatherings allowed. So uh, let's bring this, this conversation home. The first case of COVID was reported on the 5th of March 2020 in South Africa and we've been in some state of lockdown since the 27th of March. On the 27th of March, it was announced that we will be entering a hard lockdown, which later was known as level five lockdown. And in this condition, we were only allowed to leave our houses for essential services. And if we are employed by essential services to obtain groceries or to seek medicine or medical attention. On the 1st of May, lockdown restrictions have been eased somewhat and have continued to be eased during the course of the year. And at the time of recording, which is today, the 29th of November 2020, South Africa has moved to the less restrictive level one lockdown. Although it might seem like life is normal under level one, large gatherings of more than a specified number of persons is still not allowed. This number differs from level to level, but even at the current level, it is less than one would normally expect to see at a rally, a ride, or any form of motorcycle gathering. I have to digress a bit from, from this topic. Um, I need to call myself out on a previous podcast that I was a party to, um, where I practically made fun or referred in jest to UK motorcycle riders discussing on whether recreational motorcycle riding would have been allowed in the initial lockdown stages. And I really poked fun at this subject, but we were in lockdown level five, which is basically you stay home indefinitely for five consecutive weeks. And in that time, I've had a lot of time to ponder on how one would question if it is good for one's mental health to stay away from a motorcycle that long. There hasn't been a properly permitted event regarding motorcycling in South Africa since this lockdown. And we've pretty much kept our bikes in storage. I mean, JB, how long has it been since we did our regular burgers and bikes or shakes and bikes, which we used to do like once or twice a month? We're not even allowed to really, well, now we are sort of have, um, still very strict. You weren't allowed to back then just go to Hadbis Bordon because it was basically across the border. You're going from Gauteng to Northwest, but still traveling far enough. You are one, you're one Muppet on a bar, a bright <laughs> yellow bike. They will see you coming. They will stop you. Um, I was lucky, unlucky. 
to be an essential worker during the lockdown period, um, traveling from home to work, not a very long distance, but still, bright yellow bike, very bright chromey exhaust, very loud chromey exhaust, um, haven't been stopped, had not been stopped, not at all, but still. Um, I've never had to flash my permit. I've never had to flash anything. I've never had to show anything. But still, the amount of people that have been stopped. Uh, I went to Honda to actually get a part, to get oil or something. And I had to flash my papers there. They said, okay, well, why are you here? Are you an essential worker? That is how strict they were. On my way back to work, uh, there was a massive traffic stop stopping every second car, literally every second car, because of thin, spread resources. And I agree, burgers and bikes and milkshakes haven't really been a thing. Um, haven't been a thing for a while because uh, prior to the 30th, 30th of March, uh, around the time that lockdown was initiated, we hadn't really seen each other much because of work, because of um, the intensity of work. You're digressing really, really far, my friend. Well, you used the word digress, and then I just went on to yeah, digress. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we, we've both been really busy, but at least we still made a plan before lockdown. Like I said, we did it, what, once a month? About once a month, we still... Yeah, yeah just to clarify, um, he mentioned paperwork, JB mentioned paperwork. Yo, you needed to have a permit in order to exit basically either city or provincial borders depending on the lockdown level so uh, we can really see that this has been a dreary dreary year for motorcycle culture in south africa and this has had a large impact on many events and specifically uh, going to talk about one of my favorite events being the annual toy run mm. Very soft topic, very, very sensitive topic. Very sensitive topic, but I feel it's, it's something we need to discuss. So on the topic of the toy run, uh, let's take a look at how the pandemic has affected it. In order to see how the pandemic has affected the toy run, we first need to take a look at its history. The toy run in South Africa was started by several motorcyclists in 1982. The purpose of the run is to collect toy donations for distribution to those less fortunate so that they also may have a very Merry Christmas. In 1996, the Toy Run Company was founded, a non-profit company to oversee the planning, collection and distribution of toys in line with their vision. The directors, organizing committee and distribution roundtables are all comprised of volunteers who accept no remuneration for their time that they put into these events. Over the years, the event has grown, leading to the formation of regional toy runs, perhaps to ease the collection and distribution of toys within a specific region. Since its inception, and focusing on the Gauteng leg of the toy run alone, more than 350,000 toys have been collected and distributed to children's homes, orphanages and places of safety. In the year 2000, more than 16,000 motorcycles attended the event, donating in excess of 25,000 toys. To my knowledge, these numbers have remained consistent throughout the following years. 
Each event is marked with an enormous mass ride from one of several starting locations to a centralized location for collection. This is usually a great outing with food, fun and entertainment for everyone in attendance. Now JB, I seem to remember that one of your first mass rides was actually the toy run a few years ago. That was with the, um, the RF? Yeah, that was still back in your days when you were riding that uh, RF400 Suzuki. I can't remember the year model on it though. Uh, well, apparently 1998, when I strapped Squirtle to my leg. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was a fun outing. But yeah, it's, it's definitely been one of our favorite events, and I think you'll agree with me on that one. Basically, with a toy run, or with any mass ride, it's the, I would say, one of the best ways of creating mass um, awareness. Imagine thousands of motorcycles going across the street and you're forced, <laughs> you're basically forced to wait for them to pass. Um, what do you see? You see toys. Uh, a lot of guys with cruisers, um, super bikes. Um, I know more than, more than often, more often than not, um, very few times they have only one toy. We usually opt for like two toys. I think I used to usually put one on my leg and I put one in my jacket. You usually strap it onto the front of your bike, onto the back. Some people do that. Other people just completely strap toys all around their bikes, making it look like a um, like a airbag, like a rolling Christmas tree and with what, presents everywhere. Exactly. And what what impression does that give you? That there is a toy run. There is a cause for this and. Yeah, that just creates a lot of uh, awareness. More often than not, that also ends up making the news most evenings as well at the end of the talk around, which, uh, again, it's great exposure. That's true. And it usually takes place around this time of year to the end of November or early in December. And again, JB may vouch here that at the start of the next year, I'm already talking about the toy run. Months in advance, I'm already making my plans. Literally, he does not shut up about the toy run year-round. You, you keep thinking it's maybe in a month, or it's the next weekend. Well, there's a lot of planning that goes into events like that. Even for us folk who just go there for the fun of it. But unfortunately, this year is a little different. Lockdown level one in South Africa still means that no more than 500 persons can attend the event. And this is quite a big knock from the 16,000 bikes which I mentioned earlier. This means that things had to change this year from what we normally know the toy run to be. Now the event is, or should I rather say was, given the time that this will be uploaded, the event was held over the weekend of the 28th and 29th of November, a two-day event instead of its usual one day. But there was no mass ride, no fun, no food, no entertainment at the end venue. There's not the usual live band that keeps the energy flowing from the time you bring your bike into the gates until you roll it back out again. And I think most riders, including myself, are disappointed that the event cannot be what we are accustomed to. But I hope that most people do understand the need for the restrictions and why this event had to change this year. In addition to this, I think that 
now is the time that riders should especially support organizations like these. The effect of the pandemic has ravaged the economy and left a death toll in its wake, depending on your area of the world. It may be less than av- the average global amount or more uh, than, but yeah, it's, it's been bad. And this has left a lot of people needing the support or being dependent on organizations such as the Toy Run. So I think it's still very important to assist these organizations, even if there's no party in it for you. The, the rather detrimental or serious, terrible um, effect that this has had on the entire biking community is uh, it can be seen very far and very wide. People that used to go to, for instance, uh, Upper Deck, Upper Deck in Harpuspudam, obviously you can't, you, you weren't able to go there, and they lived on that. They knew that people would very often, every weekend, twice or three times a weekend, there was a, a mini mass ride, I would say, of motorcycles going to this one place, this one restaurant, because they've got such a big seating and it's a lovely ride there. So in this case, they took quite, they would, I would imagine that they took quite a knock because of this. Also with the economy and everything, um, I, would, I would guess that the first thing to go when you have three vehicles between you and your partner would probably be the motorcycle to help support and keep your family uh, financially stable. So there again, that is where a knock came from that's where a knock went one of our own personal favorite restaurants um, they had to shut down one of their branches one of our favorite branches again sort of a, a, a mini uh, a mini biker hotspot in was it greenside yeah uh, greenside johannesburg same thing and even um the tea we had a spot where we usually went for tea bubble tea same thing Took quite a knock. Yeah, uh, the economy is up to in the current situation. And I've been out to Brits' direction, which includes the route to Upper Deck and a few of the other bike hotspots there. I'm saddened to say that there are a few of them which have shut their doors permanently. Another terrible effect with the restrictions on traveling and... Uh, even imports and exports, has been the purchasing of parts from overseas. So a lot of shops and stores, uh, be, it, be it motorcycling or not, have had, a, I would say, a low stockage of parts, service parts, um, things that, need, that you need to fix your bike. And again, this has set back a lot of people, a lot of bikers. To go back to what you said about stores not having supplies that can be go go back to the manufacturing facilities that have been shut down everything's been difficult to make and difficult to move and that has had its knock-on effect we've digressed very much from (laughs) our initial topic which was the toy run Uh, but i think that was a necessary digression to just to sympathize with fellow riders and those who either provided services or entertainment to those 
in the motorcycle culture. I think that is the big draw that we need to take from this, is that it's been tough not only on our social events, but also on the economic aspect that, that's been a part of our social events. And organizations that provide services or help are entire need of our support right now, even if we don't get anything out of it as motorcyclists. And I believe it is important that we keep that in mind and we support the local businesses and organizations that that really need our help right now. On that note, let's also take a look on what's been happening in other news. In other news, zero motorcycles recalls bikes for brake issues. It's not as serious as it sounds though. Zero Motorcycles notified the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration that it will recall 659 units of the 2020 Zero SRF and SRS models. The recall stems from the faulty front brake light switch, which might allow water to get inside the switch and mess things up. A failure of the switch will lead to the rear brake light not working when you pull the front brake. And it will also not turn off cruise control if you pull the front brake only. The manufacturer reportedly isn't aware of any incidents stemming from this and have already started the process of alerting dealers and customers. Also in the news, Triumph Motorcycles unveils a new Tiger 850 Sport. The bike is powered by a, you guessed it, 850cc three-cylinder engine which shares their innovative T-plane crank design with the bigger brother Tiger 900. The Tiger 850 Sport features a dedicated high-spec chassis and equipment package which can be tailored to maximize the bike's all-round versatility and accessibility. Among these specs are Brembo brakes, Marzocchi, am I pronouncing that correctly? Marzocchi? Marzocchi? Marzocchi suspension? We assume it's Marzocchi. Uh, Well, yeah, um, we'll leave it at that, but Marzocchi (laughs) suspension. Complete LED lighting front to rear, which is pretty cool. And a comprehensive electronic package that includes two riding modes, ABS, and for the adventure riders, this one is, is quite a draw I hear. Switchable traction control. Ooh, it's a bit fancy. It is very fancy. And I believe that brings us to the end of the episode. JB, would you like to take us out? Just to recap, COVID has mowed through us all. It has gotten us all under the weather. The toy run needs us more now than ever. Um, well, not just the toy run, but right now we're talking specifically of the toy run. Support the toy run or your local charity rides and organizations. And Zero Motorcycles issue a recall on 2020 SRF and SRS models. So thank you guys for joining us for this episode. If you like what you hear, you are free to just subscribe. There will also be a link in the description if you want to leave us a voice message. Thanks for listening and see you next time.